And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Back in the district, David Oldrich here. It's raining, it's windy, it's nasty, so I'm staying inside. We are raining, it's not money. raining. No, it's pouring. It's not it's pouring. raining. Bob Myers is in the building. It ain't raining. It's, it's never been more sunny. It's never Man. been more bright at Commanderville. How, how, how your boy not going to tell somebody he's going to work for the Commanders now? How's he going to do that? Woo. I can't get a heads up, Marcus. Damn. That was literally my text. Like, that's what we do. I got to find out at 7.40 in the morning. All right. You know what I'm saying? All right. Damn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's ask. Our guest, the great Zena Kata. Zena, did you get a text from Bob saying, "Yeah, I'm thinking I'm, I'm gonna make this move"? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely Nothing. not. And I'm I'm shocked, but I'm not I'm not shocked at the decision. But it was a, the way they dropped it was so random. You just right? that's not news. Was that on your bingo card for 2024? No, it wasn't on mine. No, not at all. <laughs> the Commanders made a New Year's resolution. You know what I'm saying? They was oh, like, yeah, we, we get were, right this year. We, we get were right arguing this about year. resolutions. <laughs> Well, wait. Let's. Uh, we we were arguing about resolutions. I think they're stupid. Marcus thinks there's value in them. I, I just it's just stupid. I, if you want to lose twenty, you want to lose twenty pounds. Why do you have to wait to January first? Start on May eighth to lose twenty pounds if that's what you want to do. Like, <laughs> you're, you're thinking too logically. You're thinking too logically. That is the obvious answer, but that's not how right. humans operate. Humans need structure. Humans need I guess. A, a a launch point, and that's what you know. Resolutions. I mean, look, the bottom line is, the bottom line is people who want to lose 20 pounds ain't losing 20 pounds. So the idea Boy, is you can just lose true. 20 pounds whenever. It is true. true. We're the most obese that's nation in the world. Like, well, people are not true. losing pounds. That's, people I've are lost, popping Ozempic I, like Skittles. Like, nobody, I, <laughs> nobody's I, like, I, like, this is clearly the place where people are just like, you know what, I'm just about to be out here on my health kit. Nah, that's not how it's happening. I've McDonald's lost, is still popping. Taco Marcus. Bell's still lit. Marcus. <laughs> I lost, I've lost 70 pounds over the course of my adult life and what kept made it you start? Wow. What made you start? And I didn't start on January 1st. You well, know what, what made what me start? What made you start? Yeah. yeah, you know what made me start? I'll tell you exactly what made me start. I was covering the bullets then. That's how long ago this was. I went in the locker room. I thought I had mm. a suit on. I thought I was looking nice. Daryl Walker looked at me and said, dude, you need to get on that Bahamian. You know what that means? You need to get on that Dick Gregory. <laughs> you need to lose some weight is what he was trying to say. <laughs> so... So I was like, damn, is that bad? Right. And that day I was like, okay, I gotta do something. So I could you know? so I could I could literally say to you, man, you ain't need him to say that to start. You could have just started no, anytime. But I but that wasn't January first. That was it's the same that thing was, though. That was that, whatever day he said that. I said I'm saying January first. For some people, that's January first. Yeah, some but that's people, artificial. That's, listen, that's no, artificial. it's not. It's not. It There's something. There's something new and vibrant about the year. Listen, Lamentations 3.23 says the Lord's mercies are new. 
new every day. So what are every, they at the start of right. the year? Every day is new. That's year. right. Every like, day no, is no, new. No, no, no. Everybody. Right. Tomorrow oh my God, is the yes. first. Absolutely. Tomorrow so, so, is the first so January 10th, 2024 ever. Uh, <laughs> let's get rid of birthdays. Let's get rid of birthdays. Forget them. Okay. What are they here for? Why do we need right. birthdays? It's every the day start of your life. I'm saying if every day is new, every year is new. Every yeah, decade is new. Every right. century so there's is nothing, new. So there's nothing special don't, about don't. January 1st. Then. Yes, it is. It's the start it's of just a new calendar. The latest Absolutely. in a series of new days. Nope, you'll never. Nope. It's a new calendar, a new clean slate. There's For those listening, I am still here, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to let David Aldrich take away the hope of the people. Some people need the turn of the calendar. Some people need to look at a full Marcus, year and say, I got Marcus, a you literally just. You're talking about not taking the hope away of the people. You literally just told people they won't be losing the pounds that they probably wanted no, to lose. This I'm year. Saying, like, no, I'm saying people make it seem like, oh, you could just lose the weight. I'm like, that's clearly not happening in America. It's not just, it's oh, true. I can lose whatever I want to. No, people clearly need some form of motivation. They it need some it's all it the time. It yes, but people need a reason. If you're listening, if you're listening reason. and you need motivation, David Aldridge just told you 70 pounds over the course <laughs> of his life. That yes. could be your January hey. 1st. The equivalent, I though, I will give you that. Still, it's something. It's an impetus. It's something. something that gets you going. Yes. I've told this story. Well, actually, maybe I haven't told the story. I went up. I wound up going to Jerry Krause's fat doctor. That's how fat I was. I had to go. I I had to go to a doctor. I went to the doctor. I said, and he said, "Do you know that you know any, you?" He literally said, "Do you do anything in sports?" And I said, "Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I, I'm a sports writer." And he goes, "Well, one of my." One of my patients works in sports. So I don't know. You may not know him. I said, well, what's his you name? He said, Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause. <laughs> so anyway, he gave me the best advice. He said, do you, how much, how often do you weigh yourself? And I said, every other day. And he said, throw the scale out of your house. Stop worrying about the mm-hmm. number. The number is not what matters. What matters is, do you feel better? And can you do more things? That's all that matters. And so I that unlocked everything for me when I stopped worrying about the number and just started working out and going to the gym and eating better and not drinking a lot, <laughs> drinking less. Um, oh, so drinking less. And that but didn't for happen. A lot of on... people, but for a lot of people, that does happen at the turn of the calendar year. I don't, I'm not down on that. If that gets you going, God bless you. I'm not down on it. <laughs> and also, it. why is it only about weight loss? Like, what if you just want to be oh, a better It could be anything. That could be anything. Sure. <laughs> what if you want to be better at your job? You can like, start drinking can... less. The commanders yeah, wanted to be less. a better football team. That's, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Bob Myers. <laughs> I, I bet you they called him on January 1st. On January 1st. <laughs> like, we're going to start these conversations on January 1st. <laughs> things You're need probably. to change. So. Nah, I can't stand Christmas. That's why I'm high on New Year's. Why don't you hate? Stay. Wait, wait, wait. What's what's with the Christmas slander now? Oh, it's so trash. It is the <laughs> fakest holiday of the year. It is no. It the is, fakest holiday is, of the year is is Thanksgiving, which was literally invented. Yeah, but I don't even think people love Thanksgiving. That's why though, <laughs> people don't really love Thanksgiving. No, I think. Like, you I just like, get like the gathering eat, of the families. Yeah, yeah nah, people like and food, together. obviously. Uh, again, yeah, another like another thing that can happen any time of year doesn't have to be yes, on, yes. on this day. But like people don't even like turkey. We just be cramming turkey down our mouth. Like, 
It's all dry. Like, yeah, it's all oh, dry. dry. I was going to say, it's the driest of all the burgers. Put some more salt on it. Put some more salt on it. People out here losing their life trying to fry it. Trying, trying to make that thing good. Like It's, it's fires all over the nation. Right. Now that's a fire. It's right. good. <laughs> like, it's funny. Christmas is like paraded. It's supposed to be about giving and it's all about receiving. It's supposed to be about like you know joy and like, community and it's really just about materialism and it's just been hijacked like it's been Damn. it's turned Why into you, this like you, you superficial Brown, all of a sudden. What's yeah up absolutely i <laughs> know this is very like, fascinating you are just nah man I'm, I'm, i've been down on christmas i've been down on christmas <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mar- okay. Mark- Marcus ain't get the GI Joe when he was six years old. That's what. That's what this. I, I was gonna say there's it, some trauma no, built in there. No, he wanted the GI. He wanted the GI Joe with the kung fu grip, and he didn't get it. Part of it. <laughs> there's part something of it, there. No, that's no question. Part of it is the fact <laughs> we grew up really poor and we didn't have Christmases. So right. now during Christmas, I can't help but think about the mm. people who are really poor. Don't get to celebrate, and ain't nobody think about them fighting in the line at Best Buy. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to get <laughs> like. I'll, Trying to, get, trying to get this, trying to get this. I do TV hate the way that's capitalized. <laughs> this last one, that, this two yeah, left. That, <laughs> that 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 Emerson TV that ain't gonna last till June. Yes. You know? <laughs> oh, but it's Christmas. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> not wrong. T- yeah, exactly. You're not wrong. That's real. And then you, you can't wrap it up when they get home because they can't. It's just yeah. I get it. I get it. Oh yeah. I got I got all of these. Uh, ideologies born of like a traumatic childhood you know what i'm saying like i've just started i've just started feeling cool about dogs again right. <laughs> Damn. it's I, i've learned that and i've learned that it's not the dogs i have an issue with it's the people who overvalue dogs you know what i'm saying because well, the the work the one thing that used to used to eat me all oh, used to burn me up as i was a hungry child and yeah. i would see a dog mm-hmm. with like a sweater on a steak you know what i'm saying i'm yeah. like yo, like like in our you really will be like yo in this society oh, I this hate dog that. is more valuable than me like yeah. nobody My cares that works. i was hungry and I, you know what i'm saying but i'm looking at dogs have a better life than me so that yeah. created a definite like trauma in me where i was like i can't stand Damn. dogs then i realized like nah i was just the people Damn. Like, dogs are dogs that do nothing I, it's no, the dogs are just being dogs, you know. Yeah, they just being dogs. Bad. Yeah. My dog definitely wore a sweater to Christmas. So, <laughs> oh, oh, cre- oh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's two strikes right also, there. You guys can't. Those of you listening can't see this, but Marcus and David can see my dog is right there. In just, his I don't have a. I don't have a problem with dogs. Dogs it, are in a dog yeah. bed. In a dog, in dog bed that he has one there and one down yeah. there, just for He's got height two differences. dog beds. Got two dogs. I, am I someone that overvalues my dog? Maybe I am. I don't know. He oh, saved me through I the imagine. pandemic. So I'm gonna put you know what? I'm, I'm mature enough <laughs> and developed enough to understand that you should value your dog however you want, as long exactly. as I have the freedom you, to, to, to place my values. To, but to hate Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you love dogs. I hate Christmas. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of Marcus Thompson's therapy session. We appreciate all go. of you listening. You in. It was free. Time. I've already had the therapy session. That's why I can talk. About it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, can we get back to Bob Myers and football? Because this is surprising to me. Like, it's Kawakami wrote. I guess he wrote something a few weeks ago where Bob said he was he was intrigued by football. But I'm shocked by this. I'm shocked. It doesn't. It doesn't shock me. Moron. It doesn't shock me in the sense that like Bob needs a challenge, right? Yeah. And 
Like, I mean, remember, he was like a very successful agent. It was like, you know what? I don't want to do this yeah. anymore. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, let me, right, right. Let me go be a GM of a terrible franchise. <laughs> right? like, <laughs> See if I can do that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he like out of nowhere. Well, I mean, not out of nowhere, but he just essentially walks away from yeah. a lot of money, from a, a position of prestige. And he just leaves and is like, yeah, I think I want to do TV. Like and before that, he's like popping up with podcasts and stuff. It's like right, 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 Bob, right, right. There's a part of Bob that just gets a little restless soul, and it's like, yeah, I need to try something new. So, Challenge. yeah, like if it was, I'd probably be more surprised if it was like NHL. But I could see right, right, Bob right. saying, like, you know what? Yeah, I want to do that. So next, he's gonna like make movies or something. Just right? give him about five years or something else to go happen. I was saying, if you told me Bob is running for the Senate, I'd go, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you told me he's going to be run the Special Olympics, I go, yeah, okay. You know, hey man, like he you, just... you got to take advantage of that good hair while you can. But no, it does make sense in the sense, like, I mean, Marcus, you just listing out all the things that he's done. He's also incredibly good at what he does. And when you think about what he's been hired to do, which is hire people and put personalities together and find a right mix and, you know, figure out the puzzle pieces for a team that struggled it makes a lot of sense that someone would look at Bob Myers and be like, who took the worst franchise and created a dynasty out of them with some very, very different personalities? Bob Myers. Okay. Let's think about what the Washington commanders have. And they've had a lot of turn, like turnover and changes and shifts, Yes, but yes. a lot of personalities. So that makes yeah. sense that they would hire him for it. Yeah. There's, no, I mean, it's there's a warrior's philosophy about this uh, that, starts with really Joe Lacob and, you know, his whole venture capital mindset, the way he did it is he's like taking over these businesses, but he'll tell you like the most important thing is finding who's going to run your business. And he, they just believe mm -hmm. that the secret sauce is putting smart people in position and letting them do their jobs, which in some ways is very counter NFL, right? Like, I mean, we got mm. the biggest NFL franchise is like Jerry Jones running it. He's like, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> is like, yeah, you know, I kind of want this. <laughs> I kind of want to do it. Not like, let me yeah. put somebody in position. So Bob right, is from right. that kind of school of thought. Like, I want the best. I want to be the dumbest person in the room, right? Like, mm, I want to yeah. be surrounded by that. So I could see him going in there and saying, nah, this is, this is how you do it. Let's find people. And then he like. Like what the uh the Vikings ex GM with them, right? Like yeah, you can see them yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, like, all right, let's find like who are the brightest people we could get yeah. to figure yeah. this out. And that's like, exactly what they did with the Vikings, in. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And how and Zena, how do they work together? That's the most important right. thing. Like to me, I feel like that's what Bob's strength was. Was how do we get Steve Kerr and Draymond Green to see basketball the same way? You know what I mean? Like, that's, yep. that's, that's hard to do. <laughs> you know, that like, is not an easy task. And then yeah. not only to have, you know, them as the foundation, then to bring other people in and continuously grow upon that. Like, I mean, everyone, we know KD finding a way to get him in and then win championships with him and yeah. taper all taper off on all the potential explosions that could have came out of that for three years that's a success. Like that's a huge success. And I, I, I commend, I commend the commanders for the work they've done to rebrand. I mean, not only from their, you know, internally from their HQ, um, getting their president, their new president, a black man, shout out to him, but, um, Jason, I'm forgetting his last name now. Jason, Wright. Jason, Wright. Jason, that's Wright. Right. Jason, Wright. 
Um, and all the people he's brought in, because he's brought in a lot of smart minds as well, um, them switching out their their leadership on the HQ side. And then also now they're like, all right, we've rebranded as a team. Now let's rebrand our actual organization on the football side. I, I'm, I commend them for this because, and then I commend them for going outside of the NFL world because wow, the brotherhood in the NFL is, this is, I think that that is the part that shocks me the most. The fact that they were mm -hmm. like, no, let's bring in somebody that's completely outside of our world to do this. Cause it's usually next man up of this is my homeboy. <laughs> He's done this before or, you know, whatever it is. Or so my son. Bob Myers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. My son, et cetera. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The nepotism <laughs> is real. And so that's cool. Some generational losing to do that. So you see, it'll make you make you reassess something. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> All right, so so let's let's. I also want to. We, we mentioned Draymond, and I guess is he talking today, Tuesday? Yeah, well, yeah, he's yeah so he's today, talking yeah. today. Okay, so again, I he his, talked on his podcast. The Draymond I know, Green, I know. So he's talking again. I know. I I talk. I listened to it. You know, um, I I I commend Draymond for kind of trying to do this in real time, kind of figuring out what needs to change. Um, I wonder if it's going to be successful, not because he doesn't want to do better. Um, I just think his competitiveness, as you all know, gets the better of him sometimes. And the dubs are not the dubs of old. They 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 are not. They're they're a flawed team. They are a borderline playoff team at present. Um, the borderline play-in team. Play in team, right, right. So I'm not sure he's going. You know, he's always said he would be bad on a losing team, right? He's always said I couldn't, I couldn't be on a bad team. And I just wonder how's he going to handle being on a team that can play his absolute best and may not make the play in, Marcus or Rosina, may not get there at all. I don't know. I just feel. Go ahead, Zena. Go ahead, Marcus. No, you go. I don't know that I think he does change it. I think they're a little bit closer than it looks like you look at the Lakers, right? Fully healthy, everybody right. in tow, they're struggling for the play in and right. the Warriors lead the league in clutch games. Uh, they lead the league in close games and they, they're about, you know, 50, 50 on them, right? They're about 500 in clutch games. If if Draymond can't improve that a little bit over a 10-game span, if you win five of them, if he doesn't get that to seven or eight, then, yeah, they're done. But that's the difference here. Like, that's literally the difference. They, they're up 18 with six minutes left. You need to not lose that game. And they literally could not get a stop. And I'm not talking about, like, Jamal Murray was hitting ridiculous shots. I'm talking about Aaron Gordon is getting dunks. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. They're right, getting, right. like, they're rotating. Like, Peyton Watson is butt naked in the corner, 4-3. Like, like why? You know what I'm saying? Like, just nobody near him. So, it's like, there's so Never many. Never heard it put that way. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, I'm, 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 Peyton, Peyton butt naked in the corner is a new one for me. New one for me. Noted, I, though. Noted. They, they, <laughs> like, they're making so many ridiculous little mistakes. 
that's costing them games. But the problem, yeah. the thing where it's a question mark is some of those happened while Draymond was on the court, right? So it's not yeah. like they didn't have Draymond. Draymond was on the court for some of those. But the idea that if they had Draymond, they could probably get it together well enough to win more of those than they lose, that's reasonable. It's not like they got to go from trash to good. They've got to right. go from not choking games away. Mm, like right. they, they've tricked right. off so many games. Like they, six, I think it was five or six games that they literally were up by 15 or more in the fourth quarter right? and blew it. Like, you mm-hmm. switch that, now we're talking about them as the sixth seed, right? Like, so yeah. can Draymond get you three of those? Perhaps. If he can't, they're really done at that point. Yeah, They've had four games this season that they were up 18 points or more, one of them including a 24-point lead that they've blown. So not wonderful. But I, I want to go back to the where, you know, you started, Marcus, with saying – I think he changes it. And I thought you meant own behavior versus changes the chances of the team. Is I just want to make sure, is that what you were oh, referring nah. to? I got a whole way different thought about the behavior thing, but no. Nah, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. No, my, my perspective is that I don't think uh, as far as the team goes, I don't think he um, makes things perfect, but he's going to be a huge, huge help I've, for all the reasons that Marcus just said, I particularly am excited for Stephen Curry to get Draymond back because he needs the help to be able to do his thing on the court. Um, he's been having to carry a lot of the load. And you look at what was the production of you know his game last game. He needs help. He needs help. He's tired, I think. Um, and Draymond Green relieves that, uh, you know, uh, alleviates that Steph load. Ain't tired. Steph is the meme from the Popeyes lady outside. <laughs> the bent over clocked in five shifts like yeah he is he has been he's been putting in work okay so i think that that's what i'm excited for draymond to come back okay now i think everyone can agree with that that draymond's gonna help he's not gonna fix it all but he's gonna help but i want to talk about this podcast so okay go ahead go go any any other thoughts before um no go ahead you could could have could have could have stood could have stood some editing. <laughs> editing for time. Hey, listen. Oh. I, I, I walked away impressed. I'm like, yo, bro, you just straight talk for 57 straight You know minutes. what I'm saying? That's, that's impressive. To the face? I don't know. That's equivalent to taking a 40 to the head to me. Like. <laughs> wow. I, it was, I got to 32 minutes and I went, whoo, 18 more to go. Man, I, I, I stopped and did something else and came back later in the evening. He's still talking. <laughs> I was like, that's impressive, and man. The thing was where it was the, the the pauses kept making me think that something froze on my phone or that I had to like that it stopped playing. I was like, wait, is he still oh no, he's still going. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was like, oh I think there's something to be said about the one-on-one podcast, because that is always a, a difficult listen unless someone's speaking straight through but when it's just like literally flow of thoughts and you are pausing to gather your thoughts it can be kind of like oh what is happening am i still here okay cool we're still here cool um i think that i'd love for him to get a host with him to kind of allow him to bounce ideas off of but that's just that's just a logistics thought anyways um on the on the podcast i feel like I have so many thoughts. I'm going to start with 
regardless of how you feel about it, I appreciate Draymond giving the public this because at the end of the day, the public doesn't, he doesn't owe us this, right? He doesn't owe the peek behind the curtain, as he mentioned. He doesn't have to give us what his process was. He doesn't have to share the conversations he had, give us the insights on how his kids impacted him. Like he doesn't owe us any of this. And so him offering that information up, especially when we've seen other athletes this year go through incredibly public incidences off court, right? Uh, I won't name them, but, you know, involving some women, some involving guns, some involving, you know, whatever. No one's given us that insight as to what they're thinking, how they're going through. So I do commend Draymond for offering that. Um, I also think that the message of what he was saying in terms of like the growth and changing his perspective on certain things and things like that is like, I imagined what would it be like if his son watched this years from now. And I think that overall it was a positive message. Right. And you, and I particularly think about if there's young, particularly black men in Saginaw, Michigan, let's say they don't know anything about Draymond Green. Right. And they don't know anything about his history or anything. And they just listen to the message of what it means like to look at help in a different way, what it means like to to take the process seriously. I think that there was a lot of great messages in that in that mix. Now, the thing I think that's that's hard is we aren't those hypothetical students that have never or young men that have never known the history of Draymond. We do know the history of Draymond. And so now it's kind of like you listen to all this and you're just kind of like, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it, it's from what I, from what I gathered, it seems like he took this very seriously. The podcast was a little metal, melodramatic, <laughs> a little for me, but for the most okay. part, I thought that the message overall was good. No, I agree with you, Zena. I mean, I, I, the fact that, the fact that he want, you know, was willing to do that. He didn't have to. He owes the public nothing at in all. Terms of an explanation, right? Um, was was commendable. I just, you know, and your point about him being willing to say I need help and doing that in a public way. Um, I'm not sure. I quite believe he was ready to retire, and Adam Silver talked him out of it. But maybe. <laughs> Could be. I completely. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be cynical. <laughs> I don't want this remaining 75 million. I'm out of here. <laughs> and that's the that. part that I'm kind of like the melodramatic of like <laughs> the built. The, you know, sir. I feel like certain things. I don't know if they were embellished or built up or whatever. That is a little bit like, wait, you were going to be suspended and you were about to walk away from this much money. Right. What? I don't. That right. feels like. A little much, but yeah. yeah. Now nah, you know but, what it felt like. You know what it felt like if you've ever been in an argument with a significant other. It mm-hmm. just felt like when that when that person be like, "Man, we should just leave. We should just split up, or we should just leave." And you really don't. You really don't want to. You just right. saying Absolutely. that just so the other right. person could be like, "No, we don't. No, no, please, no, no." I'll be like, you know what? I'm leaving this. We're out of here. I'm leaving. Hoping. <laughs> <laughs> just hope that's it was exactly all. right you'd be like no don't leave like Whoo, that was close no. <laughs> that's, funny. that's what it felt and like you like me. you say it with like your eyes going back and you forth like that's hilarious it also makes me think of every time my mom if i don't call her every day you guys gonna miss me when i'm gone 
okay, mom, we do not have to be so dramatic. (laughs) Like we don't have to go to those lengths. Oh, goodness. Anyways, yeah, here's, here's my point on this. Like, Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm with you. He didn't have to do this. But I also, I, I just, I don't like, I don't like this. I, I don't like, I don't like this idea that this dude can be like wild as a basketball player and a little bit, you know, and and occasionally out of control, right? And mm-hmm. somehow that equates to him being a bad person this sounds like somebody who is explaining like i'm no longer going to be a bad person like no this is somebody's father this right, is somebody's right. husband like why are, why right. is he having to go on here and give a man culpa about his career when yeah. the actual things that really matter in life eh, he's probably doing pretty good at like right, 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 right. you know what i'm right, saying that's right. the part that's a little bit like oh and and like you know he's he's playing into it a bit right he's doing part of the dance but you know part of that is because he was getting destroyed like 
People yeah. are talking about he should never work again. He should go right, to right. jail. Like that's what happens when you do this type of stuff, right? So on, on one hand, I'm like, look, Draymond, do whatever you want to do. If you want to become a better person, that's yeah. fine. Like, go ahead. Like, obviously, I think you should start on January one. But whatever, <laughs> do whatever, do whatever you want to. You. Right? I can't. <laughs> you. So if he just want to be a better person and be a better person, if he he knows what he needs to be, but this idea, like, we now have to monitor his development and growth. Like he's some kind of like, yo, it's dudes beating up women in the NBA. Like, yeah, why yeah. are we talking like Draymond is one of those people? Like, right. it's a, when he stole it's a great George Poole, that was the time where it was like, bro, what are you doing? That but like, was, yeah, yeah, like, but like something. the rest of this stuff is just like, yo, go ask Kermit. <laughs> like, I literally watched uh, Charles Barkley hold Larry Bird while Dr. J fired two pieces on him. Like, like that's like part of this is a little bit like, come on, man. All right, Draymond, right. calm down. Take your right. suspension. You got your 12 games. Like, if they had suspended him 12 games and he'd have come back and that'd have been it, like, all right, that's that's it. That's the sport. You did your wrong, you do your time, that's it. This idea that now he has to like qualify himself. Like, we don't know what kind of husband he is, we don't know what kind of father he is, we don't know how he treat people, we don't know the whole we're judging this human being. Yeah. Based off that he's a he's he's out of control sometimes on a basketball court, he needs help. And I'm like, man, we can suppose, really start uncovering some stuff. Da, da, come I, I on, got, you know who needs help? No, no, I know. And and Dennis Rodman never had a podcast where he like explained his life to people. Yeah. Like, and Dennis Rodman had a way worse upbringing than Draymond Green. I just put it that way, like like way worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And and so. Yeah, I mean, but but Marcus, you know what? And you say this, you sound like you're. Uh, I sound like I'm a thousand years old, and I don't mean to come off that way. I just think people today, not just athletes, just people, live their lives very differently in the public eye than people oh, used yeah. to. You know, they just they just do. They feel like, and I and I come back to this over and over and over again. Why? They care so much what somebody on a morning talk show says about them. I just do not understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's a it's an opinion. It's it's an opinion that has no greater weight than your barber's opinion. You know what I mean? Like that's what it is. It's the barbershop think... on TV. That's what it is. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this to that point. And I agree with you. It is silly that. The, the level of weight that people put on opinions of people that don't matter, people that are basically keyboard warriors that, you know, say whatever the hell they want behind a, a computer screen. But I will say that in this age of personal branding and the capitalization of personal branding, yeah. when you have these sorts of pundits that have this level of following or this level of influence talking about you in a negative way, it can impact your money. It can impact the types of deals that you get signed, the types of uh, opportunities that you get. So I could I get that part, and that's why I wanted to also say to your like to your point, Marcus, because I agree with you. It's like it's ridiculous that I'm li literally reading people on X say, "Oh, he's unhinged. He's a psychopath. He's like dangerous, dangerous labels to be talking about someone that's just like that has antics on a basketball court." Right. Like they're talking about people's mental health, like and they're labeling 
that sort of behavior to legitimate like mental health issues that people have. And it's, it's reckless. But I feel like the reason why Draymond felt like he had to do his mea culpa, um, one, I'm sure he felt, I, I, the number one thing I saw that made me feel like he felt like he needed to do it was the Seth Curry apology, which I want to get to in a second. But I also think that he needed to do a mea culpa in a way for his branding, because we now know with these athletes, they are universes of branding. It's not only just them with the brands that they have, they're partners, right? He talked about Hazel and the uh, Hazel Renee and the part, like if she wants to do, uh, work or whatever it is and, and work with a family brand or do act. I know she's an actress, like do act like that sort of stuff can impact her as well. Think about his kids. Like the fact that they go to school, all, you know, I, I feel like that's the reason why he felt like he had to do that. And because we're, we live in this age of everything is public and everyone feels like they have, you know, to answer to the public court of opinion. That's why we're here. But that's one point. The other thing I'll say is, the only thing that I felt like, thank you, Draymond, for doing this. And this was the thing that I was like, okay, I can see why this was needed, was the public apology to Steph. Because I appreciated his point that because of his behavior, Steph was now getting the backlash that he didn't necessarily deserve. And because it happened publicly, he wanted to apologize publicly. I thought that that was a very thoughtful thing to do. So, but here's, I, I, what you're saying makes all the sense in the world. I just come back to, again, Steph Curry is one of the 10 or 15 greatest players in the history of this game. He's going to be a unanimous hall of fame selection. He's going to be first ballot. He gets in. He, completely and irrevocably changed the game of basketball. And there's maybe five people who can say that, who can really actually say that. (laughs) Um, So again, what are we talking about? (laughs) Why why would anybody say, well, that's a good point. Steph Curry's not really a leader. (laughs) What are you talking about? That's, 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 the, that's insane. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah. All of this is reaction to insanity. Like it's right. all like it is. We, it is. we're it overreacting, is. and then everybody's going crazy. Like, I, why would I, you I, put I, any weight I, to that? Though I don't I, understand. Yes, <laughs> but I, I the average it, people do. That's the sad think, yeah, thing. Yeah, average people. That's the yeah. whole point. They're yeah. average hey, people. Listen, they don't listen. matter. <laughs> I, I agree 1,000%. But I do think he was feeling I do think Zena's right. I do think, like, the retirement talk, I think that was a confession that he feels it more than he lets on. You know, Draymond does the whole, I'm, ah, you ain't going to change me. I'm Draymond. I'm tough. Like, nah. He feels it when the entire nation is coming down on his head. Like, I guess it, 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 maybe it seems he feels like it. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I would think that's him saying, man, like, it's too much for me. Like, he can handle being a villain in the stadium. Like, he can handle being a bad guy as long as he got the people who love him. But when everybody is down on him, it, it, it probably felt like it was too much. I just feel like... <laughs> And when you talk to people behind the scenes, they'll tell you, like, man, Draymond's a great dude. He's just crazy sometimes. And I do think a, <laughs> I do think a part of the different perspective is, like, when I talk to people about it, the, the players understand and people understand 
who know people like Draymond already. <laughs> if you've never, if you've never dealt with anybody like Draymond, then yeah, it's kind of wild. But a lot of us have uncles and cousins who are just like Draymond. Like, right, just, right. So it's not that jarring. Like you know, I was talking to Gavon Looney, and Looney's like. Bruh, Draymond is a saint compared to people who I know. Like, <laughs> you know, so, like, so I right. do think that the, the, the perspective inside the locker room, I know people's big take is how the Warriors are enabled and how can they do this? It's like, man, like Draymond is the knucklehead on the team. But yeah. you need him on the team. Like they want him on the team. Can't wear without one. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the idea that the idea that these dudes, and that's the part, like people, there's so much that happens behind the scenes on the team. That I I don't feel comfortable making a judgment like yeah. like there's so much like if if Draymond for instance just pick a player give me a player on the words Zena say a name Clay Thompson if if Draymond like is great to Clay Thompson's parents and takes you know whatever Draymond if he had kids takes them out and he's always good to him and he's all and when Clay was going through it. Draymond was there for him and all that. And then, like, all that is true. It's been true for 10 years. And then Draymond goes through this. Do you really expect Clay Thompson to be like, man, forget Draymond. That is not how humans work. That is not how humans work. You ride with the dude who's been with you. That's my guy. That's what I'm saying. My yeah, guy. like, yeah. My guy. And the problem is, the problem is the public sees that. that as enabling. Yes. Right? But, but they, the problem is, no, the, the problem is people don't know all that other stuff. Like yeah. they don't know mm-hmm. that's your, all. That's they don't that know is. all right. that other. You see right. what you see on the court and what we bring to you. Right. What we get at. I don't know all of the stuff. Like sure. I don't know sure. all. You're like you don't like who do if if you was about to get jumped at a bar. Who you calling on this team? Like Ray Green. And if anyone is trying to say it's somebody else, you lying. Yeah. You know and you're if, lying. And if you <laughs> had to call Draymond and he showed up. Wouldn't that change how much you're willing to put up with from him? Like, yes, like nah, course. brothers. Like, that's what I'm saying. So we view this. I don't feel comfortable making these judgments because I'm viewing this from what I, the perspective that I, I know. I, but I, I don't know most of that. Like, it makes sense to I, me why I they hate, ride with him. I hate to, I hate to make life like the movies. Um, but if did you see the town, the movie about the bank robbers in Boston? What do we look like, Joe Mazzula or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man Ben Affleck goes up to his guy and he says, "Look." I need you to do something for me. You can't ask me about it. I gotta go hurt somebody. And my man looks up, and Jeremy Renner looks up and says, "Whose car are we taking?" Hey, that's Draymond. That's Draymond. That's Draymond. That's Draymond. That's Draymond. I describe that's this as like every single. If if it's hard for you to kind of empathize the positions that a Steph or a Clay or the people that have ridden with Draymond for the longest, like imagine you have that one childhood friend that you've gone in life and you've gone to different schools or you did gone and basically changed your environment significantly. Yeah, yeah. But your childhood friend rode with you, right? They protected you oh, in school. They were the person on the park that, you know, always played with you when you were in the park. They were the person that was at, that was at your house, but maybe they're not as smart as your new friends, or maybe they're not as uh, fashionable as your new friends, or maybe they don't make as much money as your new friends, but that's still your friend. That's your person that was there for you from the very beginning. And it's kind of like, I'm not, I know I'm, I'm in this space now, but I'm not letting that go. Right. And I don't, I'm not I'm trying to say that, you know, Draymond's not as smart or fashionable, or whatever, as someone else. But I'm just trying to say that for them, 
this is part of who he is. Absolutely. And it's also what's sure. part of what makes him so great and why and the friendship has allowed to, you know, foster so much or be, yeah. you know, become this thing that's been successful for the Warriors. And, right. So, and he's yeah. a big he part of why they got four rings. Yes. Part yes. Of yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge part. Huge. Massive part. Huge. With that said, yeah. like, he do be wilding on the court. Like, yes. <laughs> with that said, like, <laughs> he hasn't been available. And, like, I'm not saying they aren't frustrated. Like, of course it's frustrating. I've never seen that locker room more mad than when he punched Jordan Poole. Like, that was yeah. – they, they – they were no, that was no, that was that went beyond that went yeah, that, that was beyond me, absolutely that was beyond like that's the one thing where they yeah. like I mean it's just Draymond except for that Jordan Poole thing that wasn't right, right, yeah right, right, that's right, the right, exception right. to the rule that's the but exception the rest to the of rule it's like sure. eh, it's yeah, kind of Draymond yeah. right 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 no, and I that's agree. not unhinged behavior that's like that random auntie that comes over during what's you know th- holidays says something crazy to disrespect somebody else and you're just kind of like okay so this is awkward now here we go right right right. Right? But she's coming to them every single holiday moving forward. <laughs> like, because exactly. she's family. The thing that you was know? critical, I thought, DA, and uh, I think Anthony Slater wrote about this, was Draymond saying in the pod that he could still be good without the antics. Like, because before it was always like, you know, I, you know me, I play on edge. Right. This guy, dude. Right. I mean, right. like, right. I mean, DA, we'll it's not, can, can, can he play basketball well without hitting people in the face? Like, <laughs> We'll I feel like you can do that. I feel like you should be able to do that. I believe Draymond I mean, can play basketball can. well without hitting people in the face. I think if like, Draymond choking is out people, one thing Draymond has always been very vehement about is how smart he is on the basketball court. Right? Like he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think people, I disrupt. I, okay, here's your chance. Do it. The, be the great where, without without the knucklehead behavior. The part that I don't think he can resist is going to be the ref stuff. <laughs> I don't think he's yeah. going to be able to stop that. And he's going to get tested. Up. Every Everybody yeah. he plays is going to hit him and elbow him in the neck. Yeah. Every single – and they're going to do it for the rest of the year. And, and I mean, people literally game snap. plan to get him frustrated. Exactly. Yeah. No exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be the part where it's going to be like, ah, right, he's going to get on the edge. He's going to get attacked. He, gonna, he exactly. might get ejected. Now the lease is so short, a tech might be an ejection. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. I, I could see right. him like, all right, maybe I shouldn't flail near people's heads. Like, you just don't have to I do just, that stuff. You don't have to do. You don't that. have to no. do that stuff. No, you, you don't, don't have, have to, to choke Rudy Gobert. Yeah, you Come don't. On. You don't have to do that. <laughs> we all know he kind of wanted to do that. He kind of wanted to do that. That was that was, <laughs> that was a that perfect was opportunity for him. That was personal. Oh man, so he's got to play center, right? I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Yeah, he'll play center like to close yeah. games. To yeah. games. Steve, Steve ain't. It's, it's I mean, Steve, let me let me not say that. Steve has made a lot of very uncharacteristic adjustments this year. He's broken yeah. his his yeah. own code a lot. But typically he likes to start a center. Typically. He just mm-hmm. he, he's a nineties right. he's I think a he, 90s he a lot of player faith. at heart. Yeah. <laughs> but their best he has a lot of faith be... in that, you know, Looney. Yeah, I get it. Go and ahead. he should. Loon's Loon's been terrific at, at important points. Mm-hmm. Not, not this saying, year. Not this year. Well, no. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. This year's team, the best five players, Draymond plays the five, right? Isn't that their best lineup? This year, yeah, because Looney yeah. hasn't been Looney hasn't been yeah. good. But, but they have three dudes who just haven't been good consistently. That's the right. difficult mm-hmm. part where I really Zena, I really feel for Steve Kerr. Because like yeah, on one I hand, know. I've said he, this. Like these dudes delivered him, delivered a type. Like he's seen him be good, and on the other hand, he's like, "Hey, these dudes are not 
good. Like they're not like they're not like Wiggins has not been good. He's just not been good. There's no other way to say it. And what does Steve do? Does he like give up on the dudes who roll with him? Like that's a tough call, Z. I don't know. What's I would say that it's not even I don't know if I would say they haven't been just haven't been consistent. Because to me to say somebody's not been good, I mean, I guess. Wiggins has not been good. Yeah, but Wiggins. But my point is that he's had certain games where he's done like you know, like five out of thirty. Yeah, like to me, okay, ten Yeah, Yeah. so I think that's just the thing is like I feel for Kerr because on any given day he is literally walking into the gym not knowing what to expect. Like you, I feel like every single game a new set of warriors show up. Same yeah. names, it's just a new version of their games show up on the right. court. And that is incredibly hard to coach around if you game plan for a certain type of player. <laughs> like, right. If you no, game plan right. for a certain type of production, what are you supposed to do when that production shows up one day and then disappears literally the next night? Like, it's, that's, yeah, he's in a bad position. And they can't make a position. trade. They can't make a trade. I mean, there's they, nobody. They can. They can. Who, they could. Who's they taking want. Wiggins? Ain't nobody taking Wiggins. Somebody I mean, they could trade. Wiggins. They could take. They could trade Kaminga, but they ain't yeah, doing it. Yeah, you've been in this league long enough to see a bunch of bad deals and bad players move. Well, that's true. That's ben true. Simmons got. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh you're man. Right. That, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's just about that's that's, that's about great, the game. Your GM got. That's what right? I was gonna say. If your GM got game, you know. <laughs> That's It'll a mic happen. drop. I was like, oh, yeah, right. that's that's real. That's what that's when Lakeup goes in. That's when Lakeup goes into Dunleavy's office and goes, Bob Myers will make a trade. Bob Myers Myers. can make a trade. The question is like the, the question they'll be faced with is what they do with Kaminga. Like, that's yeah, the question. Yeah. Do you trade Kaminga mm-hmm. might like you put Kaminga with Wiggins or CP3. Now you might be cooking with grease, but do you want to put Kaminga with them? Like, right, 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 right. That's the thing. But like to Zena's point, man, they need somebody because Steph out here dying. Yeah. Steph out, Steph out here dying Mm-mm. on the line. Maybe they can yeah. get Bob Myers. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob was like, "I'll see this oh, coming. Lord. I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Shaq cross the country." It. <laughs> I know. That. That's crazy. That uh, man is chilling in Miami this morning, making deals with Josh Harris. It's nice, man. DA, nice what you life. feel about your guy, Chris Paul, getting hurt, man? Ooh, I felt bad. I did feel bad. I don't like to see anybody get hurt. So, felt bad for him. Hope he comes back soon. Um, I hope it does. I hope this isn't how it ends for them. I hope they get one more run at this thing. And I don't know if they're good enough to win, but I hope they get a run at it. Uh, you hate to see dynasty, but most dynasties end like this. This is how most dynasties end badly, <laughs> you know, because guys get too old and they just can't do it anymore. You know, uh, it happens. N- not the Bulls. Well, Bulls, the Bulls, Bulls ended with a championship. They did, but they, but that's because that was predetermined. You yeah, know, like that yeah. was if if they had gone out and played on that next year, they wouldn't have won, and it would have been bad. Yeah, would have been ugly. You know, like. Cause they were done. They were out. They had nothing left. They had nothing left. They were all Steph, all of them. <laughs> Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, all. They were all Steph. We got nothing. We're done. Just tired. Just tired. We're tired. That was one thing that I noticed that um, in the Draymond podcast, how he s- said to that Steve. One, he said Steve and him were crying together. I just, I wish I could have had a picture of that because. 
I'm just trying to imagine what that looked like. But he said to Draymond, I want to finish this right or something like that. Right. Let's we'll end, end this the right, right way. Right way. We'll yeah. End this the right way. Yeah. And that the right yeah. end this is the right way. And I just I thought that that was um another point of the podcast. I was like, hmm, this is another reason why I think that I do believe in Draymond coming back and doing the right things because this whole season has been a conversation of the mortality of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether it's the mortality of Clay's career with it, like right. and what he's doing and him coming to terms with that, Stephen Curry and all that. Yeah. And so I thought that was that statement of let's end this the right way is like, so y'all all know. Y'all are all very well aware. And you're know. just trying to put a bow on this thing. So and, I and always what's the feel right like, way though. What's the right way? I mean, just with some dignity. Let's lose with some dignity. Let's go yeah, out with, with some dignity. dignity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if let's we're say, lose, let's, we let's, get, you know what I'm saying? Get beat by Aunt Edwards of Minnesota in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Know, exactly. Pass the just, baton. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like Mikhail slap, slap, dapped up Isaiah. That yeah, was, yeah. We're out. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Y'all, y'all got this now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you go out. That's how you're supposed to go out. Without you know? the antics, without the drama, yeah, without the storylines, yeah. it's just bow out gracefully type of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the circle of life, baby. The circle of life. No, oh my God. <laughs> Here <you> go. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a good. Uh, I guess we should just end the show with us agreeing on something rather than arguing about Christmas and New Year's resolutions. So should we end I it mean, here with the circle of life? I mean, circle I like that. Life. A little, a little melodramatic. A little bit. A little <laughs> to over the top. The theme, but a little over good, the top. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with over the top. Ain't nothing wrong with a little. Zena, thank you for being with us today. This was awesome. This was great. Of course, I love. Thank your dogs. Thank your dog for for being being well fed and catered. Yeah. What 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 did you give your dog? That's the most chill for Christmas. What'd you get your dog for Christmas? For this show. Oh, for the show. Oh no, that's how he is. He's so chill. Like he's. I got very lucky. My dog is the dog you can bring to the house party and not even realize like. Yeah, you no, he is. You, you ain't slipping nothing. No, no doggy no. downers. No, nothing. Don't you have Peta on my door, Marcus? Uh, Absolutely, not. Absolutely not. No, he's just Man. chill. You know, he's like me. No. Ah. Yeah. Come on, Marcus. Endorse it. Endorse it. No, Damn. I will not. I will not put Damn. you in the same uh, category as a dog. <laughs> it will not happen. No, that's good. That's good. It will okay, not happen. I appreciate that. That's fair. We need All right, one, one question before we go. Like, why does she have on a cow bears sweatshirt? Da, I don't it's, understand. Because that was the, what was clean, is what I'm guessing, right? Correct. <laughs> it's true. And why does she have a cow bear sweater? Is another one. I went to a game and I wanted to be a supporter. You know, why are you hating on the cow bears? I'm not hating. I love cow. I'm just trying to figure out how she down. You know what I'm saying? Fans? She ain't from here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She out here. She out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Marcus. Well, look at she. She can't represent my whole life. I'm just trying to represent. Look at me be. Thank you. Oh wait, you're not it. You're not in the pack ten anymore. It used to be the pack ten. Man, these, I'm well, just used to be the back 10 now the pack 12 going to be the what acc now yeah right, I'm just saying, these ivy leaguers trying to be down with us man i'll just be i mean i gotta check them at the oh door you feel me God. da like hey I, 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 gotta, I gotta check them at the door like hold on man damn you kicking like it in berkeley before i or see you rocking the sweatshirt damn <laughs> come on so man. disrespectful it's just a shirt right. y'all it's a nice one that's oh, a target Zena, Zena, just don't pay attention to him just 
Take care of my coach. Take care of my coach, Coach Zebia at uh, Coach Jebia, I should say at Wake Forest. We love we love Coach. Mm, so yes, if you ever get if you ever too. get back to Winston Salem, help her out because she's she's a great coach and she's trying to do her best there. So I agree. Y'all leave y'all leave that five star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine American podcast. Marcus, if they can't leave five stars, what do they need to do? Keep it to yourself, you haters. Are we gonna make you celebrate Christmas? <laughs> oh no, you like that one. We gonna make no, no. We gonna make resolutions. We make you eat turkey every day for a yeah. year, <laughs> and it's gonna be dry, extra dry. So dry. Your New Year's resolution will be turkey. It's so dry. Oh, could I have some water? It's so dry. You know it's bad. You know it's bad. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.